We got to talk about Sean Murphy, uh, and then we're going to do the New York Yankees GM episode. And we know that the New York Yankees will not be running out uh, Sean Murphy as their opening day catcher, so they are out of that sweepstakes. Sean Murphy's an Atlanta Brave, but we're going to talk about who's going to be behind the play for the Yankees, uh, who's going to fill out the lineup for the Yankees, where the additions will come. I think there are additions, and of course, we've got a Yankee guy, Peter Apple, to do it. Um, how are you feeling ahead of this episode? Murphy news aside, because obviously we're going to talk about that for the first five to 10 minutes. But when you texted me and said, might be time to do the Yankees, were you dreading it? Were you excited for it? How are you feeling? I'm excited for it. We've been hearing the Yankees a lot in the news. They've been interested in Dalton Varsho on the Arizona Diamondbacks. They've been in the news for Brian Reynolds from the Pirates. They've been in the news for a crazy Tatis deal. I don't know how much legitimacy is behind that one. We've heard Rodon. We've heard them in the rumor mill a lot. And we generally hear the Yankees. But it's funny. The Yankees normally work in silence. But this offseason has been anything but so far, even though they haven't come out with anything except signing Aaron Judge. So I'm excited to go through kind of all the hypotheticals, what makes sense. So that's why I'm excited. Am I excited about what they will actually do? Kind of. I'm not sure that they're going to do everything that they've been in the rumor mill for, but we'll see. And we're going to make them better today. And that's what I'm excited for. Do you think we're going to look at this as an underwhelming offseason for the New York Yankees? I think it's so tough to tell. Um, What we can do is make a good offseason, and that's what I'm excited to do. And I do think that there are more moves that they will make. We saw the Braves just make big deals. We've seen that the Astros are now interested in Dalton Varsha. We've seen their competitors make moves that are trying to win. So if the Yankees do nothing, it will be another failure. I know they signed Aaron Judge, but Aaron Judge was already a Yankee. So they have to get better. So yeah, I'm expecting a solid offseason. I don't know if they're going to do everything that's been in the news though. Yeah, fair. Um, the Braves did get better. They got Sean Murphy in a trade from, Atla- from uh, Oakland. And uh, here's the whole deal, according to Jeff Passan. Atlanta got Sean Murphy. Great. We're going to start there. Oakland got Kyle Muller, lefty from Atlanta. Esteri Ruiz, a an outfielder that was the stolen base king of minor league baseball that was flipped uh, in the hater deal at the deadline from San Diego to Milwaukee. They get Esteri Ruiz from Milwaukee. They get Freddie Tarnock from Atlanta. Uh, and then they get Roybear Salinas and Manny Pina. And then Milwaukee, to complete the three-team trade, got William Contreras from Atlanta. They got Justin Yeager, and they got Joel Piamps. So, obviously, we're going to start with Atlanta and Sean Murphy. Atlanta just got a lot better. And whether you like Darno or you like Contreras or you like both of them or not, this is an immediate upgrade. You get a really talented defensive catcher, and you get a guy that 
will not hit above 250, I don't think, but will provide some power and will be an anchor for you. Yeah, but batting average doesn't really matter all that much. Eh, it kind of right. Does. No, yeah, like, it's pointless. Yeah, I mean, he is a he's an above average hitter, and he's one of the best gloves in baseball, and he's young, and he has three years of control. Not a lot of catchers fit that mold. And Sean Murphy is one of the best catchers in baseball. Like, I'm excited to do our top tens that we always do leading up to the season, and Sean Murphy will be high. And that's why I am so disappointed again in the Oakland A's. You like Kyle Muller. I don't mind Kyle Muller. He could be okay. Asturio Wees could wreak havoc on the base pass, but it's also about getting on base. Will he get on base at enough of a clip for him to really wreak havoc like he did in the minor leagues? I'm not so sure. Right. What are we doing, Oakland? They wanted major leaguers. I wrote that in the article when I was uh, when I was at the winter meetings. That was all anybody was talking about when they were talking about Sean Murphy, how he was really connected to the Cubs, connected to the Cardinals. I wrote that he was connected to the Braves, that he was connected to the Guardians, that the A's wanted major league players. Why? Where is this organization going? I saw Aram put out a tweet as well, kind of saying the same thing, and I thought the exact same thing. What are they doing? Is this a rebuild? Kyle Muller. 25 years old could be a decent lefty but what are they doing jack you said that you kind of like the deal because you kind of like muller that can't be enough for sean murphy alex anthopoulos did it again he fleeced him you can't convince me otherwise yeah he got a lot in return and i'm not talking talent i'm talking like quantity he got quantity over quality and that doesn't mean shit and yeah i don't i wouldn't say that i like the deal but i like kyle muller that's the difference here and i like muller because i think muller could be um the argument can be made that kyle muller could be the opening day starter for the oakland A's, and and this is a guy that has 11 major league starts under his belt And, and that's what we're looking at with them right now obviously they've got you know, some better arms than that and some more proven arms than that that will get the nod. But Kyle Muller is a guy that can take the ball and will take the ball every fifth day for the Oakland A's. Made three starts this year in Atlanta, this past year in Atlanta, and he got hit really, really hard. 11 earned runs in 12 and a third innings. Um, but he threw 134 innings in Gwinnett this year, the AAA level, had a 3-4 ERA, punched out 10 and a half guys per nine, walked fewer than three guys per nine. He's got a really hard fastball. He's got tight breaking stuff. I like Kyle Muller as a major league starter. I think they just got a major league starter with 46 days of service time uh, under his belt in return for that. But the problem is everywhere else, right? Esteri Ruiz, you mentioned like, is he going to get on base enough? And here's what he did at the major league level this year between 14 games in San Diego and three games in Milwaukee. He slashed 171, 194, 257. That is a failed audition from Estuary Ruiz with two teams. Very small sample. And Muller, very small sample. And nothing. For Sean Murphy. Yes, but again, quantity over quality. And they also also gave up a reliever. Like, they also gave up, what is his name, Piamps? Joel Piamps, yeah. Yeah. He's all right. 28-year-old reliever. They just gave up more. For what? So I'm going to keep on going. Freddie Tarnock. Freddie Tarnock, 23 starts in minor league baseball this year, had an ERA just over four, 106 innings, 
10 and a half Ks per nine, under four strikeouts per nine. Tarnock could be a wait, five. wait a minute. Under four strikeouts per nine? No, under four walks per nine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Under four walks like... per nine. He he could be a five, 10 and a half Ks per nine. <laughs> could so, be a five. Right. Could be a five, which nice. sucks. Right. Yeah. But then you get to the gems that like nobody knows about. How about this righty Roy Bear Salinas? And uh Jeff Passan followed up uh, on the thread of his uh full trade tweet and said, I don't believe Roy Bear Salinas has been reported previous to this, but he's an extremely interesting prospect who struck out 175 in 109 innings as a 21-year-old in class A last season. If he can get his walks under control, he's got a chance to be very, very good for the A's. So lottery ticket on a guy that strikes out a billion dudes per nine which is interesting and then manny pena just stinks so that kind of sucks how in the right mind can you say that the a's even did okay here how what is this does and colby said this in the group chat i burst out laughing does alex anthopoulos have dirt on the a's he might with like the pache shit for matt olsen yeah what are I'm waiting for anyone to give me an answer on how this impacts the A's. Like, I'm sorry for all the A's fans that are listening. I hope you're still here. You might not be after this, and I could totally understand why. They won, what, eight games last year? They're going to win four next year. Yeah. They just gave up their only good player, and Elvis Andrews is gone. Was he? No, he wasn't even on the A's. He was. Was He was DFA'd. Yeah, he's DFA'd. Yeah, I mean, they suck. And, like, I'll run through the the lineup and the rotation in a minute here, but I I do want to wrap with Milwaukee because they got better behind the plate, William Contreras. They got better offensively. Yeah, I would love if Milwaukee found someone to supplement Contreras and the bat. Like, I would love if they brought Narvaez back. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Milwaukee did fine here. They gave up Astoria Ruiz, who they got in the Josh Hader deal, and turned him into William, William Contreras, who I would rather have. Which is pretty interesting. I think the Brewers did well here. The Brewers did better than the A's. Yes. So running through what the Maybe. Oakland A's may look like on opening day. You ready? Oh, no. This is fucking horrible. <laughs> horrible. Leading off at second base. This is from Roster Resource at Fangraphs. Tony Kemp is the leadoff guy. Seth Brown at first, Ramon Laureano in right, Jace Peterson at third, Aledmus Diaz, the new golden boy, two years 14, as the five-hitting DH, Connor Capel in left, Shea Langoliers, the catcher, Nick Allen at short, Estere Ruiz in center, and then you've got a a four-man bench right now, a Manny Pena, Ryan Noda, Ernie Clement, Christian Pache, and a five-man rotation of Cole Irvin, Paul Blackburn, Ken Waldachuk, James Caprellian, Kyle Muller. I mean, that team is the most non-competitive roster I think I've ever read off on this show. Easily. Fuck them. Let's talk about the Braves. What? Oakland? Why do you want major leaguers? Why? The Braves have... Here's what they're That's, looking like right no, now. No, wait, hold on for a second. Okay. The, okay. Sean Murphy has been floated to so many teams. The Guardians were in on him. The Cubs were in on him. The Cardinals were in on him. The Yankees at one point were in on him. They could have gotten a boatload. And what do you get? Kyle Muller, who I think is fine. 
What are we doing here, A's? What are we doing? Can I just acknowledge that you said let's talk about the Braves and then you took one more moment to shit on the A's? Because it's so infuriating. If I am an A's fan, I am considering leaving this team. That is the most uncompetitive, terrible trade. And I have no words for them. None. I understand. Alex Anthopoulos fleece. Now let's talk about the Braves. I Sorry, A's fans. You're winning 48 games next year. It's fun. You're lucky. All right. Opening day projected starting lineup from roster resource without Dansby Swanson. Note that. And apparently the Cubs uh, are, are one of the leaders in the clubhouse for Dansby Swanson, but the Braves also remain heavily involved here. So we're going to plan that Dansby Swanson is not in a Braves uniform on opening day. Sean Murphy is catching. The infield, you've got Matt Olson at first, Ozzy Albies at second, Vaughn Grissom at short, Austin Riley at third, and the outfield from left to right, Marcelo Zuna, Michael Harris, Ronald Acuna, with Travis Darno as the DH. And a five-man starting rotation of Freed, Strider, Wright, Morton, and Soroka, who's finally healthy. Team's freaking elite. That is such a sick team. They are just competing with the Mets without spending all the money that the Mets are. Yeah. And also, I was listening to your guys' Mets episode. First of all, great episode. But second of all, I feel like you guys were crowning the Mets champions. I mean, it's hard not to when, like, they could be paying with with penalties involved. Like, Steve Cohen, there might be $400 million coming out of his pocket this year. And what has it resulted in? They got to prove something. It resulted in over 100 wins last year. Yeah, and a first-round exit. A wild-card exit. They didn't even fucking make it to the first round. (laughs) That's what I was saying. I was like, the way that you guys were talking about him is that the 2023 season is over. I'm like, I can count on maybe more than one hand of the teams who are at least as good as them. Like, are they better than the Braves today? That's well, I think yes, but that's why we love this sport because the Mets better than the Phillies. Like, so that's the thing, right? Matt or Braves, Phillies, they are still in the same conversation, and we can have this conversation about the Mets and the field, even though Steve Cohen's going to pay $400 million, including the tax penalty. So I that's why baseball is just freaking awesome, because you run into this conversation. And the L.A. Dodgers, they have been the big bad Dodgers for the last however many years, and the only World Series championship they've gone home with is in a season where nobody was allowed in the stands in the regular season. They only played 60 games, 102 fewer games than your typical season. So there's like, there's nothing to prove that the Mets are a fail safe, right? There's, there's nothing to prove that Atlanta is a fail safe. Nobody's safe because anybody can beat anybody in baseball. The, the Oakland A's we've already shit on them enough. They're still going to win at least 40 games next year. I don't know. I think yes. <laughs> I like don't they're know. Gonna. <laughs> you th- hopefully. I think Kyle Muller's a 10-win guy. Yeah, I mean, that's just upsetting me. <laughs> that's upsetting me. Brewers, though, let's talk about them for a second because they did very well here. They basically traded Asturio Ruiz for William Contreras. They did better there. Yes. They are a better team than they were yesterday. They just kind of came in. I really thought that Willie Adamas was going to go over in this deal. But nope, they kept him. I like it. And they are better than they were yesterday. I don't so, have a ton of thoughts on it, but they are better. As it stands right now, 
um, the opening day lineup for the Milwaukee Brewers. William Contreras catching with Victor Caratini currently serving as his backup. I would like if they brought back Narvaez, but I certainly don't hate that tandem. Uh, first base, Rowdy Telez. You got Bryce Terang slated as the opening day second baseman. Willie Adamas at short. Uh, and you've got Luis Urias at third. The outfield left to right is Yelich, Garrett Mitchell, Tyrone Taylor, Jesse Winker as the DH, Toro, Brasso, and Hura on the bench with Joey Weimer and Sal Freelich waiting in the wings here. Not a bad team. That's not a bad team at all in a starting five of Burns, Woodruff, Lauer, Freddie Peralta, Aaron Ashby. I will take that. That is not a bad team. No. Brewers are doing fine. That's yeah. why I like. I didn't want to commit to their doing this whole rebuild thing, giving up Renfro and Wong. The, the They gave up those guys. They were like salary dumps. And then they're also going to have Winker back, who could hit in Milwaukee. And then you have their best prospects filling right in, who are all at least close to Major League ready. Now, can you expect them to be Michael Harris? Can you expect them to be Julio Rodriguez? No. But can you expect them to be valuable contributors? I think you can. This Brewers team might be a little sneaky next year. Good trade. I think so. And define sneaky for me because this was a team that was favored to win the NL Central coming into 2022, right? And now I think people are all writing them off. And do you think they're going to finish lower than second next year? No, they can't finish lower than second. I mean, they're they're so, so, so much better than the Cubs, Reds, and Pirates. That's what I'm saying. I think people are ready to catapult them down the division. And I'm thinking to myself, they are still second. And I, so if we look at the National League, Dodgers, I assume, are going to win the West. Cardinals win the Central. Mets, Phillies, Braves. Those are your, those are your best teams. But then who's next? San Diego, Probably. obviously. Oh, San Diego, of course. I don't know how I'm forgetting them. Then, uh, then the Brewers. Then the Brewers. Unless the Giants sign Correa and they do a bunch, which is, we're still waiting. You know, they signed Sean Manaya to two-year deal. That's something new. And it's. I don't think it keeps them out of the Rodon thing, but it kind of feels like the Hanniger thing to me, where they're probably more out on Judge now. Sean Manaya probably more out on Rodon. I would say the Brewers are right there. So they could compete for a wild card while in a rebuild-esque thing. Yeah, I just don't even know if you can call this a rebuild or not for Milwaukee yet. And That's I'm what not... I was hearing from you guys. That it was a rebuild? No, we were saying that it was the start of them possibly going to rebuild mode, but we did not say that they were fully in a rebuild. I hear what I want to hear, and I go with it. I know you do. I know you do. I've learned that. So you want to talk about the New York Yankees? <laughs> Let's talk about the New York Yankees. Oh, yeah. Shout out the YouTube folk who are getting sweet specs on Peter Apple. What are those? Like, what do you use those for? To look hot? Anything you want. And you said the word hot. I'll go with it. Yeah, that's fine. So you're wearing like the, for the people listening, if somebody were to be wearing the douchiest sunglasses you can possibly imagine, where it's one lens bridging over the nose and all the person says that's wearing those is, I am speed. Like, yep. that's what Peter's wearing. See the mustache? Yeah, Peter is speed right now. Yep. Yep. That's kind of all he is. So Go to we're going to talk about the New York Yankees right now, who are one of two teams in Major League Baseball who already have uh, a 26-man payroll in 2023, over $200 million. The Yankees check in at 207.8. The Mets check in 
at 274. <laughs> so uh, they are all playing for second. But as of right now, the Yankees are winning. Second highest payroll in baseball. Full note trade for Judge and Cole. Those are the top earners. Three guys making over $30 million this coming year. Judge at 40, Cole at 36, Stanton at 32, Josh Donaldson at 21, newly extended Anthony Rizzo at 17, LeMay Hugh with a partial no trade clause at 15, Severino at 15, Hicks at just under 11, Connor Falefa at 6, Canley at 5.7, Bader at 5.2, and Lou Trevino at 4.1. Everybody else is in arbitration, and arbitration has not been settled yet. So, Let's start. You want to go lineup then pitching because I feel like the ads are going to come on the mound. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about that. We'll, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. talk lineup. All right, let's talk lineup. You want to work position by position or what? What the locks are? I know that you and Aram were talking what the locks were last time you guys did an episode. Yeah, I'll go over the locks because really there are only a few. Yeah, first base Anthony Rizzo. They signed to a what two year deal. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the first baseman, and I think he's going to benefit a lot from the banning of the shift. He's one of those players that a lot of people have spoken about, and the numbers back that up. Anthony Rizzo will be first base. Aaron Judge, nine years, $360 million. He will be your right fielder. Harrison Bader, he's going to be your center fielder. Remember Jordan Montgomery? I don't think Yankee fans are missing him that much because Harrison Bader was a playoff performer. He was the best hitter on the Yankees during the playoffs. He will be in center field. Jose Trevino, the all-star, the platinum gold glove award winner. He is still your catcher. Um, Giancarlo Stanton will most likely be your DH. And I didn't mention Glaber as a lock at second base because I do believe that Glaber could be on the move. And we're going to talk about that potentially in some mocks that I have mocked. Um, Josh Donaldson, I hope they trade him for international bonus pool money. Yeah. Um, but he is still the third baseman for the New York Yankees, at least as we are recording. Um, they have a lot of different options in left field. Um, it could be Oswaldo Cabrera. Um, it could be Aaron Hicks. Um, we're going to talk about potential moves that they can make, um, at shortstop, uh, they signed IKF to a one year, $6 million deal, but they also have Oswald Peraza coming up. They have Anthony Volpe coming up. There's a lot of mishmashing that we can do. And I kind of want to start in left field because I have two options and I want to run them by you both because I want you to be kind of the, uh, the arbiter here. I want you to measure me because I can go wild. I mean, I don't have the sunglasses on for no reason. I get it. You get it. All right. Two things we can do Dalton Varsho. Okay. From the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. We can trade for him. Here's my trade offer. Oswald Peraza. We can get rid of him, even though I really like him, really like the glove. I think you don't want to get rid of Oswald Peraza, but you you don't want to, you can include him in the package. Okay. Exactly. I'm going to include Luis Heal in that deal. Yankee fans, remember him? Blowing 104, it seemed like. Uh-huh. Struggles with the command a little bit. It's okay. Uh-huh. And then we're also going to throw an Austin Wells in there. Austin Wells, one of the best prospects there for the Yankees. He's ranked in the top five of most lists. I know Arm really likes him too. Kind of a catcher, outfield, DH guy. Doesn't really have a position that we know he's going to stick at, but we know the bat is going to stick. I like that deal for Dalton Varsho. Dalton Varsho, Yankee fans, if you are unaware, this dude, 
He's like a catcher, outfielder extraordinaire. Really gritty, good baseball player. You're going to look at the batting average. You're not going to love it. You might look at the WRC Plus, not love it either. I think in Yankee Stadium, he'd be a great addition. Young, lots of years of control still. You might see him that a lot, but this guy's a good player. He'd be like one of those guys that you haven't really heard of, goes to the Yankees and becomes one of your favorite players. That's yeah. what Dalton Varsho is. What do you think about that deal? So I don't hate it. I love that you felt the necessity to include a Peraza in there because this deal is not getting done without a Peraza, Dominguez, or Volpe. If you want to get anybody of note, one of those three needs to be involved. Peraza is the easiest one to let go of as a Yankee fan, I'm sure, and the one that Brian Cashman feels most comfortable letting go of because they feel that Volpe is the shortstop of the future, and they've got a guy in Cabrera that can fill in there. Um, so I, I like your willingness to include Peraza. What I will say about Luis Heels, he had Tommy John surgery in May, so he's out for the entirety of this year. Um, but that is a stash guy for Arizona who – I'm not sure if they need more starting pitching, but you're not going to turn down a guy that like sits a hundred at exactly. any point because worst case scenario, he's a great back end bullpen guy. Um, Austin Wells, 92 games this past year, the majority of which coming in double a hit 277 with a 385 OBP and a 512 slug. It was a 20 homer guy in just over 400 plate appearances. So you get catcher for catching prospects. Um, and then you get possible starter, likely reliever. And then you get shortstop. I think if you're Arizona, one of the few holes that you want to fill for the foreseeable future is actually at shortstop. You know, you, you look around the Diamondbacks lineup and you feel great about what's going on in the outfield. Like you have an outfield surplus. Um, Carson Kelly, like him or not, is your catcher. Christian Walker, they've committed to him being the first baseman. Cattell Marte, they've financially committed to him being the second baseman. And we were talking about the fit for Bogarts. And it was like, yeah, Arizona needs a shortstop. I think that could get it done for Varsho. And Varsho is a great athlete. It's going to be really hard to pry him away especially with how versatile he is and how much of a war accumulator he's going to be because he can do so many things defensively but I think that match and with Arizona needing a shortstop and getting Peraza back uh, with a couple other guys that you can dream on I think that works okay so then he would slot in the left field if the Arizona Diamondbacks were to accept that deal yes now what would a trade for Brian Reynolds look like because the Pirates could be interested in the right deal. We, all we've heard, though, from them is that the price for him is incredible. And, like, he is a good hitter. Is he a great hitter? I don't think he's a great hitter. And I also don't think that he's a center fielder either. If you look at his stat cast metrics, if you look at the defensive metrics on fan graphs, if you watch him, he doesn't look like that great of a defensive center fielder. So I think a move to left would do him a lot of justice. I think that left-handed swing in Yankee Stadium would do very well. I'm going to pause you because I know why the price is so high. And you may not see a center fielder. He is a center fielder. And the only number that you need to look at there is games played in center field. 
He's a center fielder. So this is a guy that can hit 300 and he is, I'm with you. He's better. He's better suited for a corner than center, but you are trying to get a corner outfielder with a center field valuation. His valuation is that of a center fielder that can hit 300 and not a left fielder that can hit 300. And that's why the price is so much higher than I think you'd expect. Fine. Center fielder, whatever. He ain't playing center field for the Yankees. How about that? Yeah, fair. But we're going to pay him as if he's a center fielder. Okay. So, and you tell me which move fits the Yankees better because I already have one in my mind. But here's the deal that I would offer for Brian Reynolds from the New York Yankees. Jason Dominguez. Yep. You heard me, Yankee fans. Jason Dominguez. We'll give him Glaber. You can have Glaber. I'm going to throw Luis Heal in there again. <laughs> I'm shopping. Is Luis, is Luis Hill Miguel Andujar now? I'm shopping him aggressively. Yes, correct. And give him Debbie. Does that get it done? Jason uh, Dominguez, well, Glaber Torres, Davy Garcia, and Luis Hill. Does that get it done? Yeah, I mean, it fucking gets it done, but like, I don't like the fit for either side, really. I think why? the Varsho pitch is so much better. But why? Why don't let's let's workshop why? I'm saying this is your friend. Um, Brian Reynolds will, you know, like you think about the morale of of this guy. Like he wants to play center field, and you're saying like, "Fuck no, you're not." And you know, obviously, like he's a professional. He, he'll, oh, he'll hold on, let's hold on one one second. He wants to play center field. Does he want to win? How's playing in Pittsburgh? Does he want to win the game? Or does he want to play center? I'm sure he'd play left alongside Bader and Judge, right? Would he say no to that deal? Because he's like, they're going to make me play an uncomfortable position. Grow up. Join the Yankees. Okay. So, uh, Brian Reynolds, as a left fielder, will he provide enough impact for the Yankees for this crazy return that you're throwing the Pittsburgh Pirates? I think, no, I, I do think that the Yankees end up losing that trade just because of the sheer number of guys that, that you're giving there, that you're giving Pittsburgh that have talent. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but I, I don't think really Dominguez believe. can be really good. I'll be honest, though. I don't really believe in Debbie or Luis Hill. No, uh, I am. I have pretty much lost all my faith in Davey, Um, but Luis Hill post Tommy John can be a back end of the bullpen guy, like I'm saying. <laughs> But Dominguez and Glaber, the Glaber fit makes no sense in Pittsburgh because not only do they have O'Neill Cruz, but they also have Leover Piguero coming up. They've got Jiwan Bay there. They've got too many. They've got Nick Gonzalez coming up. Like they've got too many middle infielders to put Glaber there, especially because Glaber doesn't align with the window. And then Dominguez, you know, obviously like, any team is going to love Jason Dominguez, but I don't know. I think the rest of the package just doesn't make enough sense for Pittsburgh. And I, I think that Pittsburgh will get a package that aligns with their window from another team a bit better uh, than the package from the Yankees. So I will side with Varsho and not Reynolds. All right. Screw you, Reynolds. Stay in Pittsburgh. Dalton Varsho, you are a New York Yankee. Yes. There we go. Okay. He's completed that deal. Varsho is now in left field. We're playing GM. Varsho's in okay, so Varsho's in left. Peraza is now not the shortstop. Is IKF the opening day shortstop? No, I'm giving it to Volpe. Let's see what opening we got. Day? Opening day. Let's see what we got. 
Why not? Astros started Jeremy Pena. Why not? This is Anthony Volpe, top 10 overall prospect. Okay, so Anthony This is Volpe. a guy who, yeah, had had a little stint in AAA. You ready to go? How did Michael Harris do in AAA? Didn't even play? No, he did not even play there. Jeremy Pena, what I will say, uh, is Pena played 30 games in triple, had a 944 OPS in 2021. Volpe, in 22 games, had a 718 OPS in triple. All right. You ready to go? Is he is he worse than IKF? No, I think IKF is the opening day shortstop, and I think June 1, Anthony Volpe is the shortstop. I say start him opening day. I want to see him now. And yeah. then if he if he fizzles and he's terrible, okay, you can send him back down and you can have IKF play. Okay. But I want to see him. But I also, at the same time, Jack, I want to see him fizzle a little bit. I want to see how he deals with it. Remember, he fizzled a little bit in the minor leagues at, at like the start of 2021. Then he came back and, and raked. Yeah, he, he got up to AAA and didn't explode on the scene initially. It's okay. I want to see him on the opening day lineup. I want to see him hitting ninth. He's still got the speed. He stole over 40 bags in the tri- in uh, between AA and AAA last year. I want Anthony Volpe starting opening day. So where does that put Oswaldo Cabrera? On the bench? Super utility guy, right? Okay. Um, I think he could play left. He could play a little second. He could play a little short. He can give Volpe an off day. You can play everywhere. I love the guy. Okay. Now, it does he should he start at a position? I don't think he's that good. But I think as this guy who can play wherever, love him. Love him. Now, back to Varsho. How much catching does Dalton Varsho do? Not much. Okay. So you keep Trevino and Higashioka rostered? I would trade Higashioka tomorrow. For what? I don't care. Higashioka and Donaldson for a tuna sandwich. I don't like tuna, but I do it for a tuna sandwich. And I don't even like tuna. You don't even have to eat the tuna sandwich. Like you can give it to somebody else. Yeah. All right. Uh, How are you getting Donaldson and Higashioka off the books? It's a great question. Um, I don't think they're off the books. I think both of them are Yankees on opening day. Yeah, they probably are. And Donaldson is going to be your third baseman. He had two and a, he had almost two and a half war by baseball reference. Um, they still like his defense, which is fine. And if he hits anything, he hits anything. But at the worst, he's a very good defensive third baseman. And it's fun to make fun of him. I'm one of them. I mm-hmm. do not like him, mm-hmm. but he is good defensively at third base. There you go. So and if he hits anything, he he'll hit in like June against the Royals, which yeah. is like fine. So what you gonna do with LeMayhew and Hicks on the bench? LeMayhew starting at second base. So what's you going to do with Glaber Torres on the bench? I'm trying to trade him, as you saw on the Brian Reynolds trade. Okay, but he's still on the team as it stands right now. Um, Donaldson's on the bench. DJ's at third. Glaber's at second. <laughs> Volpe's at short. Okay. Um, Why are you right, laughing? Right. This is a great team. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll we'll revisit to fill out the rest of the lineup after we deal with the rotation in the bullpen. Starting five: Cole, Cortez, Montas, Sevi, Domingo, Herman. Send Domingo Herman to the moon, and sign Carlos Rodon, and sign Carlos Rodon to a six-year, one hundred and eighty million dollar contract tomorrow. I've spoken at lengths about how much I love Carlos Rodon. I would like a lefty. Nestor Cortez is really your only lefty. 
in that rotation right now. Um, Severino, as good as he is when he's on the field, he's off the field a lot of it. Frankie Montas, I hope he comes back fully healthy. Yankee fans have to remember that he was dealing with a shoulder thing. We knew that when we were getting him, and he didn't perform in his first half season with the Yankees. I don't think this is another Joey Gallo. I do like Frankie Montas, and I do think that he will end up being pretty good as long as he is healthy, which is important. If the shoulder is still bothering him, then he will not perform. If it is not, and he doesn't perform, we may have other issues. But I think him in the rotation is still very good. So um, then said. you have Cole and you have Nestor. And yeah. also, there is the question about Nestor. Like, I hope Nestor's great again, but you need a Carlos Rodon. I'm glad the Blue Jays got Bassett, so the Yankees weren't even tempted by him. I like the move by the Blue Jays, but I want a stud. I want a number one. The Yankees have the money. Go get Carlos Rodon. We're signing him. So you said six for 180. I've seen that Rodon apparently wants seven. If his agent says seven for 200 or no deal. I'll give him whatever he wants. Okay. We're the New York Yankees. You're going to let Steve Cohen bitch you? We are the New York Yankees. Do you know how much money this team makes? A lot. I work, for, makes a I lot. work for the team. I worked for the team for two years. And if you've ever been outside of the yeah, country. Did you see the finances? You see the books? Even if you didn't work for the Yankees, you see how much money they're bringing in. Have you ever been outside of the country? The Yankee hat is a, is a brand. This well, is a Jay-Z fashion made company. The Yankee on... hat more famous than the Yankee game. And that's a fact. That's a bar. The Yankees make an enormous amount of money. More than you even think they do at the highest realms of what you think. What I'm saying is I worked in season ticket sales. I'm not saying that I'm some finance guru and that I know exactly how much they're making. But I saw a little bit of what they're making, and it's a lot. It is an incredible amount. They have the money to do so. Don't let this Yankee propaganda tell you that they have to stay under the luxury tax. They could pay what Steve Cohen's paying. They could. They are an enormous brand. Sign Carlos Rodon, give him whatever he wants. But they won't. They will not spend what Steve Cohen is spending. I know, because of the propaganda. Um, All right, bullpen. Play Holmes, Jonathan Loisaga, Tommy Canely. Loved that signing of Canely. <laughs> Wandy Peralta, Lou Trevino, Ron Marinaccio, Lucas Lipke, Albert Abreu. You got Clark Schmidt sitting there as well. Um, do they need to add to the pen? Not really. I mean, they could add somebody. They could add like a Taylor Rogers, a Chafin, but they don't really need to add anyone, I think. Um, a lot of Yankee fans are worried about closer. And I understand. Um, but... I'm going in with Clay Holmes as my closer, and I'm feeling good about it. And if he doesn't perform, maybe he gets injured again. I'm totally fine with Loisaga. I think you have two guys who could be closers. Now, Loisaga had a 4-1-3 ERA last year, but that does not tell the full story. He was much better at the end of the year, and we saw that in the playoffs. Loisaga at his peak can be a closer in this league. Clay Holmes at his peak can be a closer in this league. You have two of them right there. I don't want to go spend for one. We see how expensive these relievers are. I would not do any of that. I would maybe sign a Chafin, maybe sign a Taylor Rogers because I would like a lefty in there. They really only have Wandy. They have Litke as well, who's okay in spots. But in high leverage spots, I'm not a Lucas Litke guy. Um, if we need to figure out someone from the fourth to the fifth when we're winning 4-0 or losing 4-0, give me Litke. Besides that, I'm not the biggest fan. 
I like a lefty. That's why I say Chafin. That's why I say Rogers. We could sign one of them because we haven't really spent that much money outside of Rodon. Um, and also Yankee fans, you're probably wondering, Peter, what about Benintendi? No, I am not a Benintendi guy. I don't like that batting average merchant. I do not want him on my team. Remember, this is Peter Apple, the Yankee fan talking, but also the Peter Apple, the, the analyst. I'm combining both with sunglasses on. It's an incredible episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't want Ben attending. I don't. And I don't want to sign him for the five, four-year deal. He's not there's, worth that. Yeah. There's not much room for him. So He had like 316 for the Royals in like half a season, and now we love him. <laughs> I don't like him. Now I, I point you to getting Glaber Torres off the books or getting him off the roster. And you're looking for trade partners. So how about if you do go ahead and sign Rodon? How about trading for a high leverage reliever and using Glaber Torres in a filler? How do we get Donaldson off the team? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not How sure. do we get Donaldson off the team? So I'm looking at F war by relievers. You're not getting Edmund Diaz. You're not getting Class A. You're not getting Devin Williams. Um, I'm sure huh? the Dodgers and the Yankees are not making a trade. How do we get Devin Williams? What do we need I to do don't... to get Devin Williams? Let's workshop it. Let's workshop it because it is possible the Brewers are in a rebuild, rebuild according to you. I just don't. I just, I, <laughs> it's gaslighting, Peter. Um, they don't. So now <laughs> I go to, I don't know. God, do I don't some, know. Let me do some cooking. Liam Hendricks well, is apparently available. The White Sox need a second baseman. You want Hendricks for Glaber Torres and a filler? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I'd be intrigued. Okay. Let's talk I'm... about it. Hendricks okay. for Glaber Torres and what? All right, White Sox guy, what do you want from us? Fucking Let's do it right here. You're Rick Hahn. You're Rick Hahn. I'm, I'm Brian Cashman. Yeah. We just got on the phone. And you just said Liam Hendricks is on the block. And I said, we have Glaber Torres. And you said a deal could be made. Would you like Josh Donaldson? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I would like. <laughs> oh. oh, what? I would like Glaber Torres and Oswaldo Cabrera. No. For a reliever. I would like Glaber Torres and Beater. You can have Luis. You can have Luis Hill. I would like Glaber Torres and Johnny Brito. I like Brito. Yeah, I want him. No, I was hoping you would do the money ball thing. Would be like you don't even know who Brito is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you spell Johnny? J-H-O-N-N-Y. Uh, no, only one N. Oh, Wrong. But I you don't even know who I know he who is. that is. Yeah, no, I do know don't. who he is. I did one more N. Um, the other like, Alvarez. Give me Jordan, not Yadier. Uh, yeah, you can have Luis Hill. You said it yourself. He's a back-end guy. You seem I to really want, like him when you're shooting want, down. I want Johnny Brito. You can have Luis Hill. Like I want Torres and Johnny Brito, Peter. Um, Let me look at Brito, 
Brito had a sub yes. three ERA. Yeah, screw it. He's never going to make the team. You could have him. <laughs> he had a sub three ERA in triple <laughs> last year. Yeah, but he's 24. You can have him. Sure. Hey, thank you. Uh, I I don't hate that at all. Shake to it. I'm good with it. Um, we just got Liam Hendricks, Yankee fans. But I don't, the thing is like, I don't, you, you know what? Screw it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine by me. We still have, oh no, we gave up Peraza. No, but we, I mean, we need to do trades like this. Yeah, I'm fine by this. I'm giving you Glaber Torres and I'm giving you Brito for Liam Hendricks. And White so Sox Yankees- fans, White Sox fans, before you try and shit on me, in 140 games this year, he had a 2-7 F war and he had a 115 WRC plus. Yeah, he's a really good player. Just does a very good player. Way. No, yeah, he's Glaber Torres is an elite player that the White Sox just got. Yankee fans here. Oh, okay. I feel decent about that. All right. So let's revisit the team now and, and okay. we'll see where else we need to add. So Glaber is not the second baseman. LeMahieu is the second baseman, right? Yes. yes. Uh, where Aaron... his value is the highest. Yes. He is the, he is a second baseman. He is okay. so good defensively over there. I hate when he plays first base, takes all the value out of LeMahieu, put him at second. I want Volpe at short. This is my team. Okay. I want Volpe at short. And I want, I guess, Donaldson, whatever, at third. But honestly, put us Walter Cabrera at third, at least for the time being. We'll get Devers. Okay. <laughs> and then the outfield left to right is Varsho, Bader, Judge. Elite. That's the best outfield in baseball. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Name me a better outfield. Varsho, Bader, Judge? Name me a better outfield than that. Shit, I would take what Atlanta's cooking, I think. Michael Harris, Ron Acuna, and Marcelo Zuna? No. Judge is better than any of those players. Bader is worse than Michael Harris, but let's see Michael Harris do it again. And Varsha was a million times better than Marcelo Zuna, who shouldn't even be in Major League Baseball. Huh. Who'd you rather have next year? Aaron Judge or Ronald Acuna Jr.? Um, I would rather have Aaron Judge next year. Now, let me throw you Teoscar Hernandez in right, Julio Rodriguez in center, and Garrett Kelnick. Kelnick slash Dylan Moore. Give me the Yankees. There is no weaknesses there with the Yankees. Damn. I don't I don't want them to be the best outfield in baseball. Because you are a Scrooge. I'm a fucking hater. That's what hater. I am. I'm a hater. That is easily the best outfield in baseball. God, you have three potential all-stars. Bro, I'm such a hater. Such a hater. Uh, how about Jose Zocar in left, Trent Grisham <laughs> in center, and Juan Soto in right? Shut up. That is the best outfield in baseball. I mean, if you put Tatis out there, we're talking. But Tatis isn't even going to play the full year. Bro, what the hell are the Dodgers doing right now? Yeah. What the hell are they doing? You're right. The Yankees would have the best outfield in baseball. We can move off that. You can go through every team. Kyle Tucker, the best Jake outfield. Myers, Chaz McCormick. <laughs> it's the Yankees, and it's like Damn not it. close. Damn it. Okay, fine. All right. Um, so lineup, I'd say, is good at that point, right? Yeah. Uh, so right. the lineup as constructed, I'll read it off. Trevino, 
Trevino at catcher, Anthony Rizzo at first base, DJ LeMahieu at second base. Give me the kid, Anthony Volpe. Josh fucking Donaldson at third, whatever. Defense, I guess. Um, Varsho in left, Bader in center, Judge in right. On the mound, Garrett Cole, Carlos freaking Rodon, Nestor Cortez Jr., Luis Severino, Frankie Montas. In the pen, Liam Hendricks locking down the ninth, which kind of sucks because the Yankees own him. They do, but now he's on there. Now he's on our team. Yeah. I like that. Kind of joining the dark side. I like that. Mm-hmm. Then you got Clay Holmes. Then you got Lewisaga. Then you got Wandy. Then you got Canely. Then you got whoever else. Abreu, who I don't love. Um, Litke. Who else am I forgetting? I don't have the roster in front of Clark me. Clark Schmidt. That's all. Clark. Oh, Marinaccio. Did you say Marinaccio? Ron Marinaccio. But the thing is, I, sure. Yeah. Lou Trevino? Lou Trevino. Who am I forgetting here? What was wrong with me? I'm the GM, for God's sake. Yeah. Lou Trevino. That bullpen is also elite. The rotation, elite. The outfield, best in baseball. You're giving Volpe a shot. DJ's back. Rizzo. Platinum Gold Glove Award winner at catcher. Josh Donaldson is still technically a baseball player. But not a good one. That is one of the best teams in baseball. It yeah, is. It is. Yeah, it is. Like, it's Astros, it's Mets, it's Braves, it's Phillies, it's Dodgers. You're right there. Damn. That's competing with the, that's competing with the Astros. Yeah. And all I, we did was really spend on Rodon. Yeah. And we're under the luxury tax. I'll see you later. Glasses on. Under, I don't think you're under the luxury tax. I just think you're paying like the minimum tax. Body torqued. Are you torqued? Body torqued. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Mentally torqued. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Welcome. The Yankees just got better. Damn it. Damn it. I didn't like doing that, but I'm glad that we did it. I feel so good. I know you do. You've kept the glasses on the entire time. Are you going to plug like the merch and shit with the glasses on or off? On. Okay. Hats. Get them in the merch store. They're elite. Pair them with some pit vipers. <laughs> Get faster. Well, while your competition is getting faster, I'm your competition. Yeah. I don't I don't know what I just said there, but speed. I'm fast. You right are now. speed. Yeah. yeah. Speed. Jack's wearing a just baseball sweatshirt. Look at that. Looks amazing. Doesn't have pit vipers on, but still looks moderately good. Yeah. Would look way better with pits on. Thanks. We go through the team again. It's elite. <laughs> no, we we <laughs> just did. We literally just did. So day off tomorrow, Arm and Peter back to GM the shit out of another team. And with that. Thank you, everybody.